Yeah? Yeah. We're ready? Yeah. Why don't you say that? Was, this that time? was really fast. <laughs> well. Welcome to Trivial Cahoots. Um, I got to say welcome this time. It's a big day. I don't know how Mark Canton's going to punish me for that later. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, it just... <laughs> It's usually me saying that because... I'm feeling very unsure of myself now. <laughs> I'm setting up the microphones, but... Uh, but know, that was, it was, like it was a fast and efficient quality. setup compared to Dang, last it's probably, week. It's probably not, still not working. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, our guest today is director Una Murphy. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. And we were just in the middle of, while I was setting up, we were talking about... Um, what we briefly discussed with Raymond Keane last week, because he was there, uh, was your project. It's got a snappy it's called, name. It's called Change, <laughs> change, of, address. Of, change of Address. Change of Address. We got there eventually. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it should be called We Got There Eventually. That's a much better. Oh, name. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Sub Subtitle. Yeah. Change yeah. of Address. One of our events that we call that. Yeah. We Got There Eventually. Yeah. yeah. So it went well. Um, it did. It went really well. Yeah, it's this ongoing project that I'm doing with Maeve Stone and Moira Brady. And we had an outing last week in Ballymun in Axis there. So it was like a two day, which we, we spoke about it last week on the show. So you know all about it. But yeah. Yeah. There was, so there was workshops. Yeah. We didn't really talk about it. I mean, uh, Raymond was just there and I was I, part of a Performing. reading. Performing. Performing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was a pleasure to do. And you were great. Thanks very much. Money uh, just exchanged hands for those listening at home. <laughs> just a small well, amount of money back and forth. It's rare that, uh, you know, that people ask me to act in anything, let alone something, you know, with serious parts to it. I just like to, I'd like to say, though, it was very enjoyable having you as part of the cast. But also one of my most enjoyable parts of the weekend preceding it was the fact that when we were doing the rehearsal for the reading, um, Wahid, who is the writer of the play that Mark yeah. was reading, uh, every time Mark spoke, after he spoke, while someone else was speaking, Wahid would clap vociferously <laughs> like literally on cue yeah uh, he enjoyed you so much it gave me great joy yeah it gave me great joy <laughs> I, I might uh, you know if it wasn't illegal i'd employ what he just um, follow me around and yeah i was gonna say sure you could work something Hire out him yeah. to just yeah buy his lunches i finally figured out why you look different today it's not your new haircut it's that you're wearing different glasses and oh. there's and another spot the difference, Annie. Oh, Jesus, it's the chin is gone. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> and there it went. There goes <laughs> the chin. There was a bang from upstairs. Well, Someone's chin. The chin hair is gone. Floor. A couple of months ago, I lost this. Yeah. Because I was playing Sinn Féin, I lost this as well. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I just have mustache now. Just mustache. Uh, I that and and new glasses. Official. And new glasses. Because are those the ones that you were sitting on for a while, could, couldn't decide, maybe go back again, yes. have a look. I've got, I got two for one though, so you can, you'll see different glasses next week what? as well. What? Oh my God. But I bought these. Can't deal with all this change. I bought these new ones and then uh, when I got home I was like oh shit do these look too much like Luke Benson's glasses I'm like are these exactly the same glasses that happens that though has? I've done that yeah. Yeah. well everyone will think we're twins you well know? I'm not yeah. um, <laughs> those are, I think that was, a good, that was a good choice though 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I think those are fantastic. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah, they were actually. Oh no, yeah. Uh, a uh, friend of the show even more came and helped me but these ones um, we didn't pick but then because <laughs> take that Aoife more because take that but the, the other ones that I got we did pick but um, uh, yeah at the last moment um, I had some wireframes picked out and then the woman said well you can't because your face is too big your head is too long she might so be right can't they it wasn't actually the glasses. Seriously, dent your self-esteem in Specsavers. Like <laughs> they have these gross, like horribly lit mirrors, and then someone's standing there telling you things about your face that you'd never noticed before, ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like oh, you have a really long face. It's like cool. I, I've been hiding that to myself. I am. I was <laughs> trying not to acknowledge it. Yeah. and then you get the glasses, and obviously you've been blind before that. So you put the glasses on for the first time in the shop, and you actually see your face properly, like yeah. pores and all. Yeah. It's I, I I just avoid it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is so that why you're not wearing glasses right now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have contacts in, or yeah. you just oh, okay? Yeah. Right. That's, How that's long exciting. have you worn glasses? Uh, since I was about thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I've never yeah. had glasses. I also haven't had an eye test in about five or six years, so maybe I do need them. But um, I always kind of I I think glasses are great, and I think they're a really fun accessory. So, well, they're a fun accessory, and but blindness isn't that fun. Isn't that fun? I no, mean, not right. the, my eyesight's not that bad without glasses, but it just—it's just like kind of ridiculous. Every day, I've got yeah. to put a plastic frame on my face. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. if you, or when you take out your contact lenses and you try and do other stuff around the house, like before you go to bed, and you just like it looked like a tiny newborn kitten, just like kind of like <laughs> squinting around. What do you know? What your over. prescription is? Um, minus three point seven five in oh, one. That's, that's is that serious? Well, I'm no. minus 1.75 in both, I think, at this point. Wow. Yeah. God. So, yes, so, it is bad. I feel, I, it's like <laughs> so, if Specsavers could make you feel bad, we're going to make you feel worse. <laughs> yeah. So, that, yours are pretty heavy going. I'm but a um, a previous guest of the show, Sonia <laughs> Kelly, as part of her show, The Wheelchair on My Face, <laughs> True. Uh, reveals her prescription was minus 33, I think it was which is does she show is there any way to like show what it might look like to view the world through a minus 33 like could yeah, you if hold you punch yourself in the idea. eye enough uh, you'll get the general you'll idea get there. Yeah. yeah you'll get there eventually yeah but they are they are great accessories though yes yeah well it was kind yeah. of i guess if you don't have them like i used was... to want braces too on my teeth yeah you know oh, like yeah. i thought all that you never have braces i do think that's like like Jesus. that's like very much a pretty girl Jesus. thing to say like oh i wanted to have braces yeah. oh i want to have glasses so you could yeah. do that like she's all that thing yeah, yeah. take off the glasses and yeah. suddenly you're beautiful yeah. i'm a real a bitch, bitch. Yeah. no but it's even all that like all your other friends were that was happening to them so they were getting cool stuff and it, like, everyone got a treat when they got their braces on you know and like in, <laughs> I, in los angeles like people's treats would be like a new car you know so <laughs> yeah. it's like no, here you're gonna be ugly be, for the next four years have a car <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly i mean i suppose we should reveal that annie's mother is in the room hey. with us today the woman who refused, refused. because of annie's perfect teeth to <laughs> yeah. give her some braces definitely child abuse I, mean, I know uh, yeah but then my poor sister took it for the team my brother and i neither of us had braces and my poor sister did for years and also then had scoliosis or a brace on her oh, body. She no. had scoliosis. Mm. She, she's the only one of us who's broken bones and she wears glasses. You've never broken a bone either. No. Well, I mean, obviously something happened to that pinky, but what? yeah, that, I didn't, that was an un... That was a, <laughs> Can you not straighten that? <laughs> no, not really. Curled. Yeah, it's curled up. It's a funky one. That's a lacrosse injury, but so I think something maybe is not right in there, yeah. but I haven't had it. It doesn't hurt. 
So I'm not going to. Yeah. Have you broken a bone, Una? Uh, I broke a toe, yeah. Broke a toe. How'd you do Ouch. that? Um, I was walking around without actually, her glasses. Embarrassingly, <laughs> yeah. the only one time, yeah, walking around with glasses. Um, I, was, I was actually, I was dressed as David Bowie. Uh, Obviously, which is good start. Yeah, it's good start. Which, I was in which era, David Bowie? Um, Aladdin Sane. Aladdin Sane. Yeah. Okay. And so I was uh, not. And so that's this is not like the next part <laughs> of the story connected to that. Also, I was in Fibbers for the only time in my life, and this girl who was dressed in full head to toe kind of S and M gear with really really like pointy scary shoes mm. stood on my toe. Ouch. The setting isn't really important, but it adds to it. And yeah, so my toe just crushed. Oh. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. I think it was like a fracture. I yeah. don't know if that's different. I had someone in a, it didn't break anything, but someone in a high heel step into like the soft part of uh, your yeah. ankle, yeah. like just at yeah. the top of the foot. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. That was intense. But did you have any trousers on when it happened? Because I didn't. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> you went. I guess <laughs> like, I did, Took yeah. my shoe off and... Had no pants on and just a really long blazer. It was a good time. <laughs> that's when you know you're having a great time. That's when you know you're in college. Oh, that's when you know you're young. Mm. Um, my, I think weddings are the most dangerous, though, for that kind of thing. Because people will take off, yes. especially girls will take off their shoes. Yes. And men tend not to on the dance floor. And I've had a few bad foot accidents with yeah. people stepping on my bare It's feet. horrific. Yeah. And I just had... drinks and stuff. Yeah. So you uh, don't yeah. feel it as much until the next day. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend um, there was, at a wedding, there was dancing and I guess swing dancing or something, but he, he picked me, Joel picked me up and like swung me, go t- went to swing me under, like under his armpit. So my legs kind of swinging up, you know, How that kind of move. How big is Joel? <laughs> this he's, is an amazing image. Not that Mark Hinton, for those of you who don't know him, aren't, is not, Mark Hinton is not massive, but also no, you're I'm a not, man. Like, yeah. Uh, You're not delicate. Joel, I think he's the same height as me, but uh, like he's reasonably strong. But yeah, not particularly. And but the main brunt of the strength I felt as (laughs) so he picked me up to swing me like that. And but we hadn't figured it out, or Joel hadn't figured. I don't know if he'd ever done that before. And just his elbow just came smashing into my ribs as he was doing. Like he just basically swung my whole body into his elbow. It was. Maybe he learned this rule uh, move in in wrestling or something, and he just cracked my ribs. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's less fun of a. Dance that is move. why two men should not dance together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the only reason, though. It's, absolutely. That yeah. is the only reason. No equality. Um, I think it is actually. Sorry, I'm going to pass oh, you the card. Yeah. yeah. I just well, look it up. well. Um, before we crack onto the questions, yes. what is next for the change of address? Is there, is there any um, other? I can't coming? officially say, oh. but uh, so we've kind of got two strands Clouded to it. in secrecy. Yes. Uh, it's, so we're doing ongoing workshops with young people who are in the asylum process. Mm. So uh, every Friday we, well, I run theatre workshops um, and uh, any young people who are in like commutable distance to the city centre can come and it's two hours of uh, kind of acting and theatre and com- you know kind of comedy uh, yeah. it's it's fun like basically there's no end goal in sight for that yes. so that's an ongoing thing and then it's fun 
And at the same time, <laughs> I mean, not that I've been to your workshops, but I did a workshop with some of the kids from Enable Ireland last week. Yeah. In between, uh, one, oh, on, yeah. on Tuesday, I had to run off to the Civic. Uh it's fun and exhausting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, 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 for when you're facilitating are, it. Yeah, yeah, facilitating it. Yeah. Just trying to think of, and keeping the enthusiasm. Because these are teenage kids, and you the know. Attention, yeah. There's a certain amount of, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, totally. Be, yeah, Absolutely. you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, no, come on. I promise energy. you this will be really fun and not put terrifying. Away. No, no, put your phones away. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting because there's obviously different languages. Yes. Um, and English. So these are silent seekers and they're in direct provision. That's kind of what the whole um, thing is Actually, about. The, a huge amount of the kids aren't in direct provision, but oh. they're in the Irish care system. So they would be right. what's known as um, separated young people. So they come to Ireland in the same way uh, as kids who are in direct provision, except that they don't ha- they're not coming with their parents or a guardian. Right. So they have oh. to live in uh, special residential care homes for young people. Um, so... There are a couple of kids who are in direct provision as well, but mm. this is a mixture. So yeah, there's a big there's a big um, disparity in language ability and just language is spoken full stop. So we do a lot of um, nonverbal stuff, and uh, interestingly, I've had to really change like shift up my idea of like what fun music is to play when we're doing some like improvisational dance or whatever so I was trying to play all this kind of like you know stuff that I think is cool yeah uh, and then Louise Malin who was um working with me one of the weeks was just like you know maybe something else like it's something more up-tempo it was all you know because just... I was kind of playing like trancey yoga type crap oh I see <laughs> and I was okay. like oh something more up-tempo okay so I put on like orbital or something else and she was like Una, like Justin She's Bieber. Like, I mean like, Beyonce. Seriously, Justin Bieber. Put on Justin ba- Bieber, and the entire atmosphere changed. I was yeah. Like, okay, that's a lesson learned there. I'm old. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So that's the ongoing thing with the workshops, and then we're also involved in another collaboration, um, which will be more of a public event, and it's to raise awareness around direct provision, um, specifically the fact that if you live in direct provision, you are. Uh, within a system where you can't cook your own food. Mm. And so a large part of the event last week in Axis was um, that we were uh, all sitting down together for a communal meal. And uh, that's something that we're, our next event will incorporate as well. And the chefs will be people who are actually living in direct provision. Mm. So Cool. Yeah. yeah Stay that tuned. Was, that was something that really stuck, stuck out to me when Moira did the thing in the gallery in Temple Bar. Yeah back in November or something like yeah. that it was, um, was how many people talked about how they couldn't cook for themselves and they couldn't yeah. really buy their own food. And yeah. um, that seemed like, well, because I love food so much, but in general, something that seemed almost the most inhumane thing was to make people eat burger and chips it's a huge all thing. the time and not being able to let people even take an apple or an orange back to yeah. their room or, yeah. you know, I think, so I think, and in my head, that was something that stuck out the most of like, how do we get people into kitchens and yeah. And just being able to, in, in a way that's not like, come cook for me, but like in a way that's like, cook sure. for yourself. Like, yeah. Mm. here's yeah. my space, cook for yourself. But I think this is a great way of doing it because. Yeah, it's the, it's the ritual of, of like uh, being in a kitchen with somebody. There's something very horizontal about it. You know, it's like everybody has an ability to cook food from their own culture. Yeah. So you sort of erase any of the hierarchies that might exist in the rest of society. And then also just sitting down to enjoy like food from different people's cultures. And obviously Middle Eastern food is 
just so delicious so delicious that any opportunity to eat that <laughs> made by people who know how to cook it is great yeah yeah <laughs> i think any, yeah anything like that and uh, do you have any solo projects that you're working on or is it uh, outside on of this yeah um yeah i've got a couple of shows that i'm working on um again not can't the, really say can't the say, details yeah, but not, yeah uh, like i'm working on a show with um a collaborator of mine in london um Tom Williams and we're doing a scratch week uh, kind of open rehearsal week of that in the Battersea Arts Centre in July cool. and then I'm working on a show with Noelle Brown which is called Creaking and mm-hmm. it's uh, gonna have a whole load of older non-performers in it dancing we've done just done a workshop of that as well and um, cool. so yeah like kind of over 65s who yeah. don't who aren't professional performers uh, Betsy's um, Betsy's you want to get an audition <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually that audition. week was just one of the most joyous weeks ever um, yeah like I hate to do that people of that age thing but like we just had so much fun and the stories particularly because it's a show about moving and uh, how your body ages in a different way to your mind and how memories of of moving in a different way are kind of so full like the really vibrant memories and the era that this particular age group came like came of age in was like dancing was a huge thing so all the ballrooms in the city and uh listening to those stories is just kind of amazing like Mm. places that were just open seven days a week and were packed out of it seven days a week with people properly dancing and not injuring each other and not standing on each other or breaking each other's ribs or that's mostly how i would say that people are our parents age in Ireland now, most of them met at dances. Met. Exactly. Like almost everybody yeah. met at a dance or a dance hall or something. Yeah. Like that's sort of how the story starts, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, all of the people who were on this workshop with us, they, they'd all met their partners. Um, one woman had been proposed to 15 times. Wow. Yeah. Cause she, and she was called the little bopper when she was younger. <sighs> Which is just kind of incredible. It makes you realize how much kind of... Uh, uh, like assumptions you carry around about yeah. people about age you know mm. and you don't see the person in the way that they see themselves right yeah yeah there's a little documentary on vimeo at the moment that you should check out about oh, yeah. an old they're not um or that everyone should check out there everyone should check out <laughs> um they're a man and a woman who are who are dance they every week they meet up and dance together and they're like Eighty or something, oh, but wow. they they you know used to or even still maybe still dance on Broadway. You know they used to be big Broadway stars and and stuff. Yeah, fun, cool. We'll try to I look up. I'll look up what it's called so I can. There's a to there's it a video yeah, you should remember. check out, which oh, yeah. is the ninety uh, year old yoga instructor. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. I have to tell my sister about Actually, that one. no, sorry. There's a ninety year old yoga instructor, and then the next video on the playlist is the ninety year old gymnast. You're welcome. It's Whoa. amazing. <laughs> yeah. There's my afternoon get your taken shit care of. <laughs> yeah. Done. Yeah. Done and done. Well, the Obamas just met, had a woman into the White House over the weekend who yeah. was 106. And her big thing was just keep moving. Just keep moving. She started dancing with them. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. stop. It's a message, definitely. Speaking of not stopping. Not stopping, but also not moving. So we have our quiz. We're, yes. we're going to play all these questions together. Um, there is a 
turn around to a friend option if uh, if needs be if we're all stumped yeah it's, it's tricky though because these are all UK based okay yeah. so well you've um, lived in London I yeah, did live in London so I know everything about the UK okay good yeah, yeah. super I got you should be fine first question is geography and this is actually geography <laughs> it is once. actually geography what wall ends at wall's end hmm I would have to guess the big wall at the north of England, Hadrian's, Hadrian's wall. Hadrian's wall? Hadrian's. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 No, everyone's, no everyone's nodding in agreement. It is Hadrian's is it? wall. Where is Hadrian's wall? Yeah, it goes across the north of England to keep out the... Between pits. Scotland and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how far up it is. And there's several walls up there. There's, there's yeah. lots of walls that the Scots would have to climb over to get into England. Even yeah, though they don't well, want they... to, apparently, anymore. That's... Yeah. Do you know uh, when it was built? In the reign of Emperor Hadrian, which of course was... Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Before the Common Era. I don't know. Uh, no, no, after no, the Common Era, no. It was the during, the, era, during yeah. the Empire, the Roman one, yes. not the oh, British really? one. Okay. Second or okay. third century. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a Roman one. So it was yeah. actually to keep the Scots out of Roman land. Yeah. 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 Although, yeah, I think they were... Probably Picts, yeah, at that point. Picts? Picts, P-I-C-T-S. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they painted themselves blue. Which, That's a good, oh, Braveheart, which, Braveheart. They, yes, but they also, I think they had like um, hallucinogens in their blue paint and they paint themselves blue with these Super. And, and trip on that. Amazing. Party. Yeah. And then they'd like yeah. get lost for like six days. Yeah, run around. Yeah, and that's why like they that had the wall there. Thailand. It wasn't that they were trying to invade; they were just wanting. They were just <laughs> the wall was just to keep them, them in Scotland. In. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, just been tripping balls, you know. Another drug addict. Keep finding ourselves in Liverpool after three days. It's so annoying. Dumpf, just the whole load of them just bumping up against the wall. Oh, I do sort of love those stories after things like Electric Picnic, like someone just goes missing. I mean, it's can be scary but also very funny someone's just wandering if they just turn the up randomly in yeah. someone's field yeah yeah because they've just yeah. taken too much acid yeah <laughs> that's what happens we were talking that about electric happen. picnic um last night at my book club and a girl who was there was there two years ago and was really wet she goes and i do like going to this thing she's like i like festivals and there were some bands i wanted to see she's like at one point i was looking around and i was getting into my tent and i was soaking wet and i was a little bit miserable where she just was like i was looking around there's these groups of 18 year olds playing guitar and she's like i really actually am too old for this now like i have to be in like either a grown-up <laughs> section or yeah, like yeah yeah not be here <laughs> because this is crappy yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's the grim she was face like, of reality. It's the grim sometimes. face of reality where she was like, you know, we've been having drinks, but like we weren't doing crazy drugs and yeah. people were just wandering around having a great time laughing at people who were wandering off and doing on crazy drugs. She's like, I didn't find that attra- like attractive or fun anymore. She's like, mm, oh, wow, I'm done. And I was like, but was it because it was raining? Because it's always harder to enjoy those things if you're soaked. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what's the downside? Yeah, I was never much up for things like sleeping on the floor at the end of a party. <laughs> I mean, I guess because I was never drunk, but it, yeah. like even at the age of twenty, I was like, "No, well, I'm going home. Yeah, uh, why would I, I do that? Why would I why. sit here? Yeah, you know, you'd end up in Hoth and and they'd be like, oh, oh, just sleep on the floor. No, no, I won't. <laughs> no, goodbye. 
going home to my Tossing own Tossing your scarf I am able to leave and I shall leave. <laughs> yeah, I was I was um late to the electric picnic buzz. Um but when I did start going actually I was late to festivals in, in general. And the first time I went, I went with a theatre show, obviously. And what was that? um we brought I'm a Homebird, it's very hard oh, yeah. down to the to the minefield, to the theatre tent down there. And uh Obviously, then for the next few years, because I liked it, I managed to blag my way in on performers' tickets, no matter what, through various Well, that's the way to do it. But then the first year, was it last year or two years ago when I went and I didn't have a performance, I was in general camping. Like, I was acting like a little princess. Mm-hmm. I was so upset <laughs> So maybe it's just general camping rest, that gets people camping down. General camping, avoid yeah. at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like camping. Okay. I do. I have yeah. no problem with sleeping on the ground. But people are pigs. Just generally, yeah. anywhere you go, if just generally try to not be with the public. I yeah, think is, yeah. Well, That's... if the public erect a little tiny tent just to go inside and use as a toilet, I think that's fair game. Like, that's what girls did <laughs> beside me. What? We kept hearing this trickle. Oh, God. In the, like, in this tent beside us. And I, initially I was like, no, they're pouring drinks. Like, no, it's not that. Someone spilled something. And then it was like, no, no, they're full scale calling that the that's toilet their tent. Bathroom. That toilet is their toilet tent. tent. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard of that. Because you go home when everyone else gets messy. Yeah. So that is why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know those people. No, you don't need toilet. to know that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of my own toilets, this is entertainment. <laughs> what was the name of the restaurant set up by Jamie Oliver to train young chefs in the series Jamie's Kitchen? Oh no. Hmm. I have no idea. I think I know. Do you know? Uh, no. No, I, I really think it's don't. either called it's called like fifteen oh, or sixteen. Yeah, it's a number. Is it's a it? number. I think that's okay. the age they were. I it, think it is a number. You're right, and it's in East London, and it might be fifteen. Okay, so East fifteen, no, or fifteen. Yeah, okay. it is, is fifteen. Fifteen. 15. I've let Good job, Mark nice Hanton. Down terribly well, there. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I've let myself down there. That's the oh, type yeah, of your thing London I knowledge. Know. Well, and, and your knowledge. Jamie Oliver knowledge. I like, I like pop yeah. cooking. Oh, yeah. do, you, do you? Yeah. You're a fan of Jamie Oliver. Uh. He, he's fine I, I like I like things where people cook do you I'm indiscriminate yeah I like interior I, I design and cooking into those shows yeah cooking shows <laughs> yeah I love them it's very calming it's really fun it's also fun to watch like what you can do with food <laughs> if you if you are ours are yeah, yeah if you can like or just you know like I didn't know I could do that with asparagus for example like just <laughs> shave it right down and make a salad it's yeah. like that's cool yeah. and easy yeah and mm. not the norm mm. um you know little things like that but I think you have to enjoy making things with food to begin with I think yeah. that's you know you've got to or start from that yeah I'm, a, yeah I'm enough of an experimenter in myself that uh mm. I was discussing uh with a friend on Monday that I had a stir fry and he said, oh, what did you put in it? And I said, uh, ham and <laughs> <laughs> leek and peppers. And he was like, well, those don't originate in Asia. I was like, well, who gives a shit what originated in Asia? Like, what do you have to stick to these fucking Wait, what kind food? of, what, what kind, kind of ham, ham was it like yeah, was it? from the package? <laughs> like, no, it was pork. Sorry, it was, like, I roasted like, pork a couple okay, of days before. Okay, okay, so it wasn't okay. Ham. No, it wasn't, but that's more like it wasn't um, picnic ham. No, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But leeks and peppers, you know, yeah, why the fuck not? They have similar consistency to the things you would put in in a stir fry. Well, peppers you'd put in a stir fry. And leeks are kind of like... No, peppers do not originate in Asia. So I will not have these in the stir fry. <laughs> no, they're they're turning up in curries and stuff. Like yeah. peppers, pepper, I think is a fair game. Leek and ham is a big. That's it would be an exciting yeah, exciting difference. Leeks are frontier. great. Definitely. Leeks are great, but leeks no, I think is very fresh. much like an Irish English veg. Do you yeah, know? Yeah, like, it's fusion. What you're doing is fusion. Yeah, it's very it's, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's groundbreaking, even. Yeah, that's why I don't need to watch these programs. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. They should be watching you. But then people, like, if they say to do it on the program, then people are like, oh, yeah, okay, we can do that. You don't have to listen to the program, man. You know? No, I know. I know, but not everyone like, is so creative or imaginative <laughs> yeah. as you, Mark Canton. Like, people go in and buy the little packets of, like, things to throw in a pan and add the sauce, and they're done. People, yeah. Yeah, those people, people need those programs. You, maybe you are just above it. It's a bit like, I love, like, far more even than cooking programs. I love interior design yeah. programs. And yeah. architecture, you like, rebuilding things. You should not follow things. what they do, because they're, like, turning a room into something else in five minutes. And it's shoddy. <laughs> and they're saying that it's shoddy. And they're saying that it costs, you know, like 18 grand. And you're like, that's, there's no way <laughs> yeah. that you could get a, that room rewired for 18 grand, yeah. let alone yeah. make it look yeah. like that. But it yeah. is still very fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Like, and I, like changing rooms just, it changed my family's life. Because my mom was just always sponging something for that stipple effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pa- yeah. It turns yeah. out you can do a lot with paint. A lot with paint. Yes. Yeah. Turns yeah. out paint and flooring. It always Floor, look as Paint good as and flooring. <laughs> but she was trying. And that's the main thing. But did she ever put ham in your stir fry? That's no, the big question. No, no, she did not. She was not that experimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is history. What 140 proof liqueur banned in Europe since World War One resurfaced as a novelty item in the 1990s. Oh, it's got to be, um, it's got to be absinthe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absinthe. Absinthe. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. 140 proof. Yeah. And it hadn't been around since before absinthe. that? Like, really? Yeah, I guess it was banned since from World War One. I st- in my head, I kind of still thought it was banned. Like, can yeah. you actually order like a cup of like a glass of absinthe like that you used to and with like melting the sugar? I don't yeah. know. This is the question. I've never tried. In a, sure, it's, I know that the, people a, are putting like, it in cocktails now, so it must not yeah. be banned. But I don't know what can you even or, would people even know how to do it though? That like the class, you know, the th- thing in France with the burning the sugar and yeah, then yeah, yeah. tipping it in and yeah. Why don't more places have it if it's not illegal? Mm. Really, they don't have it? Mm-mm. It doesn't show up that often. Maybe because it's 140 proof. <laughs> yeah, it's know. some serious stuff. Well, I guess stuff. people would buy less drinks, so that's why places don't have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be pretty intense. Mm. They, don't they call it the Green Fairy? Green Fairy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 A lot of um, Impressionist paintings involve some kind of absinthe-riddled poor Parisian yes. person. Have you ever created any piece of art while drunk oh that's a great question yeah um does dancing count no <laughs> like, well, well yes my dancing is art yeah. Um, so, yeah. yes i i very much enjoy um interpretive dance to 80s power ballads like yeah. the longer the better mm-hmm. and um if i have somebody to do it with that brings me great joy um so yes that is art 
and people should start filming it. Annie, Annie, you must have written a poet, poem while drunk or something. Or something. I, was, I was trying to think, or like, did I like write anything? Yeah, or... or just your. I had a drunk girl <sighs> I don't know. Um, showing me her diary oh, oh, years God. ago, no. and it was like her poetry and stuff. I didn't. I couldn't. I can't remember any of it, but uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's I don't awful. think so. I think that my mind is not, you know, like I'll go sit down and write something now. No. When I've had it, it's more get up and dance. That's um, the, the way I lean. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm. Update it, on terrible art. <laughs> uh, just for those that care. Not to segue into anything I've written or how my dancing is. <laughs> uh, spar continuing to play terrible, terrible music in my local spar. That seems to, they've got this CD of generic music, none of which you know. And like, so I was in there today and they were playing this tune, which I swear was somebody singing over like the demo on a demo tune on the keyboard. Like, it's just bizarre. Like, Can you, do you, do you recognize any of the songs? No, no, you don't know any of them. So one of them was music, 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 music. And then another one just about, just like a Christian rock song. Just, I love the Lord and the Lord loves me or whatever it was. And then I think this one was harmonies or something like it just. I often wonder about that, though, because it's the same in Tesco. Now, I do recognize the songs, but oh, okay. they're like really, really bad versions. And, uh, uh, so they don't have all, to pay. Yes, they don't have yeah. to pay. But like how much more expensive could it be just to yeah. play actual music that someone has made with love? I don't. I mean, I'd love yeah. to know. Um, my my albums are available from markhanson.bandcamp.com Spar, if you want to, Spar, you can stream them. Step it up for very cheap. Step it up. Yeah. Um, is it other spars as well, or is it just the Kilmainham spar? No, I don't know. I haven't. I've it's haven't ne- I've that never. That I've never occurred to me to like step into a spar and go. What are they playing? Usually, because I have something on my headphones, I'm not really. I'm trying not to pay attention to their awful music in Spar. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Next time I'm over, I'm gonna definitely yeah. go buy some bread or something. Yeah. Just see what happens. Check out the terrible mm-hmm. music in Spar. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. I hope it's made by the employees of that Spar, <laughs> and they just want to uh, demo their music to everybody. Yeah. Um. Let us crack on to science and nature. Oh, no. <laughs> everybody, everybody hates it. Usually it's not about science or nature, though. Okay. So. No, sorry, I, I'm skipping one. This <gasps> is uh, arts and literature. Okay, oh, bumper. No. This is the bumper. Yeah. This is the one where I show myself up. Yeah, if you don't get this, this will be... <laughs> embarrassing, embarrassing. yeah. Well. Particularly after reading it. I've read the question and... Oh, no. You will definitely Uh-oh. be embarrassed. Uh-oh, no pressure. Okay, there's three options... Uh, you won't need them. Whose skull does Hamlet hold and talk to in Shakespeare's play? We don't need any of the the things, I don't think, do we? I mean, it, it's his father's, right? No. Okay, no. that's embarrassing. <laughs> Horatio's, Macbeth's, or Yorick's? Oh, Ooh. Yorick. Yeah. I like that yeah. it would be Macbeth, though. Yeah, that would be cool. Someone's got to write that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Write that mashup. Yeah, and then every time he says it, he has to be like, oh, skull of the Scottish play, man. Yeah. Like, do that really <laughs> yeah, annoying thing you that we all do. I was in a very Ugh. funny Shakespeare mashup when I was in middle school um, <laughs> that was about all of Shakespeare's lady, leading ladies meeting for a tea party and discussing their man problems. 
Mm. Oh, wonderful. And it's pretty clever. Like, it's totally silly and obviously, like, made for 12 to 14-year-old girls to perform. But it's also, there are some great lines. It's called When Shakespeare's Ladies Meet. (laughs) It's about 30 minutes long. No second attempt on that title. (laughs) No. The first thing that came into Mom and I were actually in it together in a local community production a few years ago. What was... um, Who did you play? I got to play Juliet, which is a role I would never, ever get to play in my entire life. So that was exciting. I've never been the ingenue, really. Just sad. But I was the youngest in this production by about... 30 years, maybe. <laughs> I'm not 50 years younger than you. <laughs> um, Mom was Kate from Taming of the Shrew. Okay. Who else is on there? Ophelia, Desdemona. Ophelia, Desdemona, Kate, Juliet. Clopatra. Yeah. Is that it? Clopatra. Cleopatra. Okay. I just, yeah. I thought that, but then I was just checking. Is there somebody called Clopatra? <laughs> oh, no, Portia. Portia's in it. Okay, yeah. Portia's in it. She comes in and makes it all okay. She comes in and does a little Do you remember any of Juliet's lines? Ah, I don't think I do. Because some of it are, are, from, are from the plays. Yeah. Okay. Are the Shakespeare lines. Um, it's, it is pretty clever. I mean, it is fun if you're doing things with younger mm. actors. And it's a nice way into Shakespeare mm. as well. Which actually, speaking of Shakespeare, the last time Mark Hanton and my mother got together, they ganged up on the table discussing how they never wanted to see a Shakespeare play again. Okay, well. So they're yeah. both in agreement about that. Yeah. yeah. But maybe the you maybe the Hamlet Macbeth. Hamlet was holding, <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah. yeah well, I, feel, I I'm unsure about this now. I mean, it is a long time since it is I your, studied no, Hamlet. No, it is. It is your. No, it is your. Yeah. But whose skull does Hamlet hold and talk to? In Shakespeare's play, mm. does he talk to Yorick? Yeah, still? yeah. He yeah, says, "Alas, yeah. alas, poor Yorick." Because he's like, "No," he says, "Alas, poor Yorick." I knew him, Horatio. He's not talking to Yorick. He's saying, "Horatio, I knew this guy, Yorick, a man of infinite jest and wisdom." Billy's doing this, like he's doing, like, "Alas, poor Yorick." Turns to Horatio. I knew him, Horatio. I don't know that he's talking. I don't know. To it. I thought there wasn't anybody else beside the grave digger in the scene. I think it's up for interpretation. No, there, I thought. He says, I thought I that's when Hamlet was really losing it. What I like about that um, play that you're talking about with the women is that you probably get to hear stuff that they don't actually have stage time to say. Yeah, and really some some stuff that is gets cut out. And also, it's a nice way to have a, a different view of these. Yeah people yeah they become a little bit more um human because a lot of them have tiny part like ophelia like you never yeah well they're ciphers aren't they yeah there's that amazing have you seen that thing um we posted it on the waking the feminist uh facebook page uh some woman in the states has made a performance piece featuring the text and stage directions relating to text spoken by and stage directions relating to female characters from the top 10 published plays of last year in the mm. US. Wow. And so she's like compiled them all together. Fascinating. And she I haven't them. seen that. Yeah. yeah. Although I think it's it's, yeah, somebody's suing her or something. Yeah, yeah. She, they've, yeah. They've, they've been What, for closing right infringement? Yeah. Yeah. But it starts, it starts like the opening images are her basically beating herself up. Because like, yeah. there's so much just on-stage violence towards women in the place. So it's like every single thing is... Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's very interesting. So I'd love to see an Irish version. Yeah. Have you ever directed Shakespeare? No. Would you ever want to? Are you a fan of Shakespeare? Uh, it's not at the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I do. I enjoy it. You tend it to for... direct new work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. do a lot of devising? Um, I or... started out devising. Um, yeah. At the moment, yeah, a lot of my work is with playwrights as they write the plays. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I, the show I mentioned earlier, um, I'm a homebird that was devised. That was with um, a company that I formed with friends when we finished college. Sean so. Dunn was on the show. Check yeah. him out. Yeah. Seen Dunn oh, yeah. was a guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I do like, look, I like working that way and I like working on new work with playwrights. Mm. Um, yeah. One of these days I'll direct a play that hasn't, or that has been produced before. I think they should all be banned. Hundreds <laughs> of times. All the old stinking plays. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Juno and the Peacock for the first time. Oh, oh yes. yeah. How Last you, week. What did you think of that? <laughs> they should all I've, be banned. I right? kind of feel like how you, I, about those plays, how you feel about Shakespeare. Like, I understand that they're an important part of the dramaturgical history of the country. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I understand that they are telling a story that is not untrue yeah. to what was occurring in the country at the time. Yeah. But I also feel like there are, and they think they should be read. I just don't know that sitting through three hours mm. of From Bad to Worse is um, a necessarily a, an important thing to do Yeah, as a person today. Mm. Like, I think that they deserve to be in the dramatic lexicon, but I don't know that they need to be produced yeah. in the same way yeah. with that reverence yeah. for... Well, yeah, the thing is, they're never Heavy. they're never produced in on studio budgets, are they? No. So every time you've got a Juno or a Plough... Like that's half a year's worth of programming gone for, into for, for another way of producing work. Yeah, gone. but I sort of was looking around at the gate and thinking, because the thing is, it's a gate production. It's very high quality. The yeah. performances are great, but it's 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 boring for a lot of the time. And I just was looking around, sort of wondering, like, are people actually enjoying this, or are they doing it because it's Juno and the Peacock, and we're sitting through like a bit like going to mass. You know, it's like, yeah, have but to also what's sad about that is when those plays were first produced, they were incendiary, you know, yeah. like, and, yeah. and I think the shift, this kind of constantly looking back, as you say, like the reverence is part of this bigger thing that we do in Irish society where we sort of, we look at revolutionary things from the past and we think like, yes, we need to keep doing that because that was really important, but we don't give the same kind of veneration or energy to like revolutionary things right now and, yeah. and radical of which there are wonderful right things yeah and like there's great new irish theater happening and like yeah. you go to any of the french shows and you're sort of going this is exciting and then yeah. you know it seems a backward step to sit and watch well just imagine what would that. happen if as you say some of the great work that's been produced for things like the fringe if they had the production budget and, and the audience yeah. like the actual yeah. size yeah, of yeah, an yeah, audience yeah, yeah. that that i mean how many people will will see juno I mean, yeah, I don't but know, most of those people maths, will be like over that's... the age of 40 <clears throat> who've yeah. seen it before. And yeah. again, I think are going well, maybe to they're it. They're the not ones for... we want to shake up the most. <laughs> exactly. They're the ones who need to would, see other things. If you, like I say, banned all those old stinky plays, would you? I just want to say for the record, I absolutely love those plays, but I can totally see your point of view. Um, <clears throat> do you think, do you think the audience would migrate to new plays or do you think the audience would disappear? No, I don't think they disappear at all. I think we greatly underestimate people's ability to have like to to have new experiences and like to kind yeah. of shift in their understanding of what theatre is. But I mean, that's part of the reason that those plays go put, put on is because they will sell. Because they 
But also, I think like in yeah. Ireland, yeah, currently. But yeah. you know, it, it just takes a bit of, uh, you know, I suppose you you have to you have to guide people into different mm. types of work. I mean, there are contemporary playwrights that people go to see and they sell as well. Like if you look at something like Marco Rowe, uh, he has an audience now, but he's writing about now mm. as yeah. opposed to, I think the, I think just because someone can, can name the play isn't good enough reason to say like, they're not going to go and see something else. Or the fact they studied it in the leaving. Yeah, exactly. that it's an important Irish play. Yeah. You know, like again, I think we need to a, ban that word play, but it's like, yeah. I just, I just think there's lots of other things, especially in this year where people are trying to do all this sort of commemoration stuff. There's a lot of other ways you could have gone as opposed to doing a very traditional production of a very... Completely. I mean, my, yeah, my big play. thing is I'm, I'm at the moment uh, working with second years in the Lear and uh, so it's the Irish rep pro, um, module. So right. like is about those big plays yeah. and, um, you know, in the past I did sing with them. And this year we had a conversation and I was like, I really want to like respond to like the waking the feminist thing. How about we do a Teresa Devi play? And like, not a lot of people have heard of her. Crickets. Was, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like she was, she was really, really like uh, a promising playwright. And then uh, after sort of eight, to 10 years of having quite a lot of her plays produced, the new management just decided, no, like that's, uh, to use your word, that's not important work now. We need to do this. And it was all to do with what was going on. It's the 1930s. You've got like the constitution coming in, like, and just this big shift away from anything that was in any way political. Oh. And uh, so all of her work just got sidelined. Now it's been produced a little bit by people like Druid, but it's really exciting. I'm doing Katie Roach with uh, the Lear students and Fun. like it's, yeah, it's I don't know any radical. of her plays. I know her name, but I don't know any yeah. of her plays. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. Um, a little um, showing off, James Singh, of course, is my great uncle. Really? Yeah. Should what? Be, should be banned. <laughs> Science of nature. Oh, God. Yeah, we forgot this. <laughs> what is bamboo exactly? Is there options? Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Quiet in the back there. <laughs> the peanut gallery is trying to play charades and tell Tree, us what it is. Grass or shrub? I think it's a shrub. <laughs> it's very go? tall to be a shrub. I know it's not a tree. That I did. I do. I do know. So I think it's a grass. 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 Yeah. It's a grass. It's grass. Oh God. Because it's just because it's tall and straight. Is that what it takes to be a grass? Mm, but it's so I guess, strong. I don't it's know so what strong. it takes to be a grass. It is a grass. Do you know about the what the rules of grass are? I guess that it doesn't have branches. Like you know, it's just one stalk. There's no flowers. Hollow. Hollow, oh, but hollow, grass yeah. is grass necessarily hollow? Well, some grasses are hollow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that it's it's a grass, but it is a grass. It is a grass. And it's hard to get it. rid of. The answer, I don't know the reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can smoke it. I, I don't, um, you can build huge homes with it. There's a wonderful TED talk about building oh, yeah. huge, mm. fabulous homes with it because it's um, a sustainable material. It's very yeah. easy to grow and it's very, very strong. There was that amazing piece at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City four or five years ago, something like that, called Big Bamboo, where um, they built a giant walkway on the roof of the museum that was all bamboo. Oh, and you yeah, could sort of hang from it yeah. and walk on oh, it. Amazing. It was fantastic. But you can build whole houses like, mm. like that out of it. Mm. 
There is a Calypso song called Big Bamboo. Are you going to sing it to us now? The big bamboo, they grow tall and strong. The big bamboo. <laughs> but uh, it's already just a metaphor for the singer's penis. So that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I thought he was talking about sustainable houses. Yeah, it's a sustainable energy and eco-friendly building. There's a lot of Calypso songs which are all just metaphors for sex and stuff like there's also one called saxophone she keep playing on my sa- she keep blowing on my saxophone oh no <laughs> he's talking about his girlfriend just won't stop blowing on his saxophone all day long it's like that's very yeah. she should get her she him. should get her own saxophone <laughs> yeah yeah there's another one saxophone. about this guy who he's complaining about his girlfriend who's just so greedy for sausage <laughs> just like, but there's oh such merry music. God. Just like, I'm greedy, just like me mother. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh so my you did God. like songwriting workshops with a bunch of thirteen year old boys. Yeah. And yeah. then produced that album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's such a. It is amazing, actually. Thing. I did a. Um, I was uh, doing a substitution of a for a drama class in Belvedere, a few times for 15 year old boys and yeah. it's like anything out of my mouth <laughs> was just like sniggers and giggles and I was like you've got to be kidding me like is yeah. there anything I can say yeah no yeah no just keep your mouth shut yeah bless them I kind of have that sense of humor too though so yeah I have to say I can't look down on anybody because I'm no. like double I, on I, I agree that I agree <laughs> that it's very funny <laughs> so really. um so let's go for our final question, which is sports and leisure. What was the abbreviation IPA coined to represent on a beer label? Oh my God, I can't believe one. this is the you only got, one I know. One. Leisure. India Pale Ale. India Pale Ale. India Pale Ale. Mm. Well, I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> it's a leisure It's question. definitely a leisure question. <laughs> I was going to say, I do know. like leisure. I don't What's like sports. What's the thing that makes watching sports more enjoyable, you know? IPAs. Delicious IPAs. Delicious, yeah. tasty IPAs. Why is, it, why is it India Pale Ale then? Uh, I'm guessing because it was pale ales in England and then when they were colonizing, they made, they made it the there. Indian version. It's very like refreshing summer drink it's yet a light betsy again is shrugging in the background she, <laughs> she knows the answer but not the reasons no idea. you don't know yeah. the answer not the reasons. yeah yeah i think it is it has to do with how they were brewed there the yeah. techniques they had to use in the heat <clears throat> and then made a much lighter beer and then they brought that back and yeah because they didn't really have light beer did right. they no it was no. all um stouts ales. and ales <laughs> ales are hard man yeah, yeah. that's a hard beer it's to drink ale. that is um Too many famous ales I don't know if there are, uh, or if I don't, I don't know, know about like, But there, yeah. yeah, ales are just, it's the ones they have to like, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh, whoosh, oh, yeah. They're in, and they're just really very heavy. heavy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm an IPA or a stout person. Or I just say, just say IPA or a Guinness kind Me of person. Me too. That that's, yeah. We were down in West Cork over the weekend, and um, so wanting to fit in with the locals, my husband and our, our friend, Drank Murphy's and it's just not as good. I don't yeah. want I don't want the cork people coming after me, but it's I, I think it's just a fact. Like it's just it's tangier sad. It's sad for them, and sharper yeah. and just not as nice. Yeah. You go back to Guinness afterwards, you're like, okay, that's yeah. that's better. That's yeah, it's like you've drunk a few bad oh, pints okay. of Guinness. Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh, that's how it's that's how it's meant to taste. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Good. Sounds quite like an addiction. <laughs> um, Light addiction. Oh, oh thank God. Uh, but like, goodness. no one was not drinking the Murphys, if you know what I mean. Like, it wasn't like people were like... Mm. So do they not serve Guinness at all? 
They do, but definitely some people be like, would you have a Murphy's? Like, especially if you don't have an accent from down there. Like if you have an American oh, accent right, or yeah, an English yeah. accent and you order a Guinness, they'll try and upsell they'll say, you. Yeah. <laughs> they'll say, do you know in Cork, you know, Murphy's is made here in Cork. Do you want to have a Murphy's? It's like, uh, no. No, I know what I'm drinking. No, thanks. Una, what's your favorite drink? If somebody um, uh, wants to buy you a drink. Both of those things as well. Yeah, I'm a Guinness drinker. Yeah. And then in the summertime, I do enjoy an old IPA. Right. Yeah. yeah. I really yeah. like that there's loads of delicious, refreshing yeah. IPAs brews. being made. I have no problem with that. Long may it continue. Yeah. Yeah. Super duper. And when you go back and drink something like Heineken, it's... Oh, like what? Heineken. I think Heineken smells like a skunk's bum. <laughs> like I've always thought so Heineken nasty. was like it's gross. Yeah. Really? I thought Heineken was supposed to be the better of. No, Heineken, it is. and also right. and also um, Corona, which I sort of really used to like. To yeah. Drink. And I, now I'm kind of like, ooh. Compared to some of the other nice lighter summery beers, mm. it's like, oh, really? I think the just crafty brews have gotten very good. Yeah. And inexpensive yeah. and more fun to drink those yeah. instead of the cheap. Interesting. Shit. Yeah. Mark Hinton yeah. is like, I have no Yeah, he's like, that's cool. Ginger ale, maybe? Yeah. That's, uh, what no. I got? No. No. What would your no. drink be then? I like water. <laughs> but so you wouldn't even, like, you'd even be like, oh, I crave something like a ginger beer. No. Or What no. about like a squash? <clears throat> like, would you have a, like, an orange squash? No. 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 <laughs> I have Disney seen I'll you drink 7-Up. Have... Yeah. Uh, if I need some energy, I might have a fizzy drink, but I don't really enjoy them uh, that much. Very occasionally, uh, sometimes juice, but really, I just drink water. Um, there it's was good. a thing. It is good. It. There I, was a thing yeah. that said that in Scotland, all fizzy drinks are just called juice. Because <laughs> 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 I'm juice. All fizzy drinks. Technically, <laughs> yeah, juice. Iron brew is juice. <laughs> it's just oh, juice. gross. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a huge fizzy drink person, mostly because my mother never gave it to us. Which I think was probably a good thing. Yeah. It was like special treats and on airplanes. Yeah. Airplanes, we got to have Coke, which is perfect for small children because then they're just trapped in a it's tin can. It's great for everyone around, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd have no real taste for them now, like, which is nice, I think. It's Some people are addicted. proper addicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. The, it's the Diet Coke first thing in the morning. I, I always feel yeah. like it's Diet Coke drinkers are a certain breed and yeah. they are morning, noon, and nighters. Like yeah. They... I think that is an addiction that is different to other addictions. The Diet mm. Coke addiction. I think so too. Brim. Because mm. it's the aspartame and the caffeine, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rot your teeth. Rot your teeth, rot your insides. Yeah. Uh, Stick to Guinness. It's got iron. It's got B vitamins. <laughs> and so it's got fewer calories than an IPA. Apart from people uh, buying you booze, <clears throat> mm-hmm. is there anything else you'd like to uh, plug or request? Your, most of your projects are secret right now, but maybe are you, are you on... That sounds like they're all made up. Are you on Twitter? <clears throat> I am, yeah. Are you... Do you enjoy that? Should people t- follow you on Twitter? Yeah. To find out more about your projects? Yeah. You tweet I'm on Twitter. Them? It's at Una Murphy. It's spelled double O-N-A-G-H. Murphy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's other Una Murphys who really want that handle. Oh. Really? Yeah. Have they offered Fun. you money? No, but uh, I just you, enjoy you it. Don't do it for less than 10 grand. Not <laughs> yeah. less than 10 grand. Yeah, I've just been building it up slowly so that I can present my case. I don't know that I've it. met another double O N A G. I know. I have. Yeah. There's one other. Uh, she's very nice. People have, been, people have sent us the wrong thing before. She works in uh, the arts in Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Una. she. What does Una mean? 
Um, you can make it up. I won't. No, know the it's kind of it, it, it's kind of makey uppy anyway. But like the Irish Ewan is lamb. So one of the things that I had like stuck on my door as a child, you know, those kind of weird Celtic things mm-hmm. and that Una was little lamb, which I so just don't really like at would all. Would you like to have the nickname Lammy? <laughs> Is that... Do I have a choice now? Lamb top, little lamb top, lamb top Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's something very meek about a lamb that I just don't yeah. enjoy at all. But they're much cuter yeah. than sheep. They are. So there's that. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's the okay. name of Lena Dunham's okay. dog. According to the uh, well, the I, the thing I prefer is um, if people like are, you know, Latino in, inclined. I like sometimes say like like Una like one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I wait and see if they like accept that. <laughs> <laughs> wait patiently. Uh, dropped. Okay, good. yeah, because no, all fine. Celtic names have a Latino root. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Annie Yes sir Anything going on? Not really We don't actually have anything going on really until No We got a show on the 21st We got a show on the 21st of March Mark Canton's birthday Yes Ooh Um, 21st Continue to plug that My 21st yeah That is (laughs) No and is your birthday the 21st -hmm. Yeah The 27th Really? Yeah I just read somewhere that the 21st is The most magical day and your Canton's gonna love this because if there's one thing he loves it's astrology yeah oh yeah and it's the most magical day in the astrological year because it's the end of Pisces and the beginning of a new year so it's the new year and if you're born on that day yeah well, you're special listen, I've had a magical life <laughs> as, we can, as we all know you are a special human being Mark Canton uh, we did the election improv debate on Monday and I'm currently in the mid- middle of editing the video for that so there'll be a, a s- best of clips package coming we'll, soon we'll find, put it try on and the find trivia it. Hoots Twitter yes let's well. do that um, I'll probably do that ahead I'll probably finish that before finishing this so you once, <laughs> if you're listening to this this will probably you're be in out. the future you're, you're in, in the future you're this in will the future Thursday or Friday both. and um, you know Right now, right go and find that now. video. Do it. It's called uh, Proportional Defamation 2016. Find it on find YouTube it. Love or it. Facebook. Or Use it. And also, oh, when it comes it. out, Share the it. election will already be announced. Yeah, it'll be done and done, probably. Oh, well, Friday, no, maybe not. No, oh, no. probably no, no. Saturday. Okay, get it out before that. Because it takes them a long time to count those. Oh, no, votes. sorry. When did you say? Oh, I said this episode will be out everything Thursday this episode will be out tomorrow or the next day (laughs) the video will probably be out today Wednesday or tomorrow probably tomorrow cool yeah I don't know if we could confuse I don't know if we could confuse our listeners anymore I I think we've just tied our listeners in knots I think there's no way to clear that one up and uh, how's everyone going to (laughs) vote yeah Yeah. and uh, shout it out now I can't vote so oh right yeah I'm not a citizen Mm, yeah, but you're living here legally. Yeah, you have to be a registered citizen, mm. which I am not. For the I general elections no as opposed to the yeah. Europeans and all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have no say in what happens in this country. Really? Yeah, but I yeah. can have a say what happens in America still. 
So how do you become a registered citizen? You don't need an Irish passport. No, I have to prove that I've been, I have to go in and I have to prove that I've been living here and then they have to send me a voting card yeah. and I just haven't done that baloney. Well, Annie, Also, I don't know anything about the political system well, here, so I feel like I would If you be, want to know, you can watch our video. I will. I absolutely um, will. That's the best way to find out. Your <laughs> lack of a vote is the whole reason that everything will go wrong on Friday. You are to blame. You can blame me. Everyone yeah. can blame me. Yeah. Are you excited about uh, complete non-change in... Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm 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 slightly excited about the Greens. Yeah. Just because like yeah, this feels like a comeback green. tour for yeah. them. Really? Yeah. I mean they're not gonna get anywhere fast, but I'll be giving a vote to they're, the Greens. They're a good one to vote for, I think, because it's at least you're putting it something you believe in as opposed to what you are yeah. well, they're gonna as win anyway, some so sort of weird well. numbers game. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, well, until next time when we live in a different Ireland. It'll be an all new Ireland next <laughs> week on TV. Thanks for being on the show, Una. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sorry I failed so badly. <laughs> Great. Betsy will be, Betsy will be back Betsy in the gallery next week. <laughs> yeah, well. guess lot. All right. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> My woman, what could I do to make her loving and keep her true? She told me, honey, all I want from you is just a little, little piece of the big bamboo. The big bamboo, it grows good and long. The big bamboo, it grows good and strong. The big bamboo, stand up straight and tall. And the big bamboo pleases one and all.